0: You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. It's been hailed as a watershed moment in television's portrayal of race relations, and yet it's drawn criticism for how it does that. There were stations that wouldn't show it, and viewers who were vocal about how they wouldn't watch it, and its vaunted place in TV history may have actually been reached by other television shows years earlier. I'm Ryan Myers, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for November 22nd. Five minutes about the Star Trek episode, Plato's Stepchildren, and its somewhat complicated place in both the television pantheon as a whole, and among many other episodes of Star Trek. As most fans know, the third season of Star Trek wasn't the smoothest sailing that the original series ever had. Protesting the show's schedule placement in what was considered a Friday night death slot, a night of the week on which people were expected to be out socializing and not sitting in front of the TV, Gene Roddenberry reduced his day-to-day involvement with the production of Star Trek. He was spending as much time trying to plot out his next career move as he was maintaining the show that had put him on the map. Fred Freiberger was brought on board to handle the day-to-day production and oversee the scripts that were taking shape. That included The Sons of Socrates, a story outline submitted over the summer of 1968 by Meyer Dolinsky, who had also written several well-regarded installments of The Outer Limits. The story was revised numerous times, with its fourth and final draft rewritten by Arthur Singer, though the ultimate on-screen credit went to Dolinsky alone. But Fred Freiberger kept tweaking and adjusting the script up to and during filming, by which point the episode title had become Plato's Stepchildren, and involved a planet of powerful telekinetic humans who modeled their entire society on ancient Greece. Which was really handy, seeing as there were plenty of rentable costumes and set pieces based on that era of Earth's history. The leader of the Plutonians, Parmen, is dying. And after Dr. McCoy cures him, he demands that the good doctor remain on this planet forever, and repeatedly uses his immense mental powers to make Kirk and Spock behave very uncharacteristically. Of course, Bones figures out how the Platonians got their powers, and works on giving Kirk and Spock those same powers, and then some. But it's a treatment that takes a little while to take effect. Uhura and Chapel are then forced to come to the planet, paired off with the male officers in a degrading display for the Platonians' amusement, just before Kirk is able to turn the tables on Parmen and save the day. That's the story on screen. There's just as much of a story behind the scenes after this. Plato's Stepchildren is often hailed as television's first interracial kiss, between Kirk and Uhura. Surely, with the civil rights movement in full swing at the time, that's important, but it might not be accurate. A year before this episode of Star Trek aired, a primetime Nancy Sinatra special had seen Nancy and Sammy Davis Jr. share a cheek-to-cheek kiss in full view of the cameras. And British TV had crossed that line in 1962. And many critics have pointed out that it's perhaps not a great example of interracial romance, because Kirk and Uhura didn't exactly embark on this embrace willingly. There's also the script's treatment of the character of Alexander, played by Michael Dunn. He's a little person who is tormented by the Platonians due to his size, something which Kirk assures him is not an issue in civilized societies like the Federation. And yet, in the show's closing moments, beaming back to the Enterprise with Alexander, Kirk contacts Scotty and says he's bringing a little surprise aboard. As much as Star Trek has hailed for its ahead-of-its-time inclusiveness, here it basically backspaced over its inclusive message for an easy punchline. Some NBC stations in southern states refused to carry the episode. The BBC didn't show Plato's stepchildren until 1993, not because of the interracial kiss, but because of the implied sadism in the scenes immediately following the kiss. Perhaps Plato's stepchildren's placement on a pedestal in TV history is problematic. Really problematic. None of that erases the episode from its place in Star Trek or sci-fi history, and at the very least, it was among the first, even if it wasn't the first, to break some significant new cultural ground. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for November 22nd. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry Podcast.